podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button or whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds, rate, comment, all greatly appreciated. So if you clicked on this, then you are expecting to hear me discuss Miss Marvel. Do not worry. This will not be a tangent <laughs> about phase four of the MCU like Thor uh love and thunder was if you have not checked out that episode it literally dropped right before this one so be sure to go check it out listen because i get really into discussing my thoughts on pace four <laughs> also i discussed that before i saw the end of um miss marvel so a lot of, of what i said in that i was like ah eva like you were making sense, so <laughs> be sure to go listen to that, but because this is Marvel and it's comic related, I have to do my whole list, so I'm not the comic book expert. <laughs> I don't read the comics. I don't know all the things that happen in the comics. Sometimes I will Google it. Sometimes I won't. So, like, if there are things that you know that I don't, like, feel free to share in a respectful way. I may say some things that are wrong. Feel free to be like, oh... FYI, it's like this, but do it in a respectful way. Um, there are going to be spoilers for like anything MCU related because like it's the MCU. Um, what else? What are my other warnings? Um, yeah, we just want to make sure we keep things respectful. We are all human. We can all make mistakes. This is a solo hosted show, so it is just me. And I am relying on my own self and my notes and my memory. <laughs> so... There is that. Let's get into Miss Marvel. So Miss Marvel dropped on Disney Plus. Um, if you watch, um, I'm assuming you watch all the things, or maybe not all the things, but like all majority of the things that are released um, related to the MCU, then you know all the Disney Plus shows have been a weekly release. I kind of talked about this in um, the Thor episode, but I was kind of at the point where. I was like, it just felt like it was like back-to-back Marvel things, which usually I wouldn't complain about, but it was like TV shows and TV, watching TV. I love to watch TV. You guys know I love to watch TV because that's what I talk about on this podcast. But I think it was just like back-to-back and it was so many different pieces. And then you also have to think about how does everything relate? It was just a lot. It was overwhelming. So I decided to start Miss um, Marvel later. Or like further into the season. So it was either I was going to ha- let all the episodes drop and then binge them all. Because you know I love to binge things. <laughs> Not everything. But some things I do like to just sit watch, watch in one sitting. Um, and then or it was let a few episodes drop and then watch it. So it, I, what ended up happening is there's six episodes. I ended up watching five episodes all together um because I started watching like the first four episodes right when the fifth episode dropped and this was purely because clearly all the websites like social media um google because you know they're tracking me they know what I love to watch and so it was starting to get hard to not um see just like recommendations showing up in my social media feeds related to the show and try not to like read it or accidentally see it and then get spoiled by things because I feel like 
people putting spoilers in the titles seem to be like a, a bigger thing than they used to. Usually they'd be like, this main character, or not main character, but this big character got assassinated or no, died in the show. Like it would be a little bit more where they don't say who it is in the title. Uh, but I feel like in recent years, there has been a lot of consideration for spoilers. And I, and I say that in that usually it'd be like, oh, the season end or something big happened in the season. And for like the, the next month or so, you won't see the spoilers in the titles. Then as time goes on, after a considerable, a considerable amount of time has passed, you'll start to see the spoilers. Um, but now I feel like it literally, something will happen the night before or like that night and 10 minutes later, there's an article out and the spoilers are in the title or they may not be in the title, but they post it on social media and the spoilers in the in the social media post. So it was just like, it wasn't going to be too much. So I was like, I'm not going to stress myself out anymore. We're just going to watch it. Um, and a lot of what I was seeing was like negative feedback um, from people. And I was like, oh my gosh, let me just watch this. Now, granted, so we're going to be real because, you know, I like to be real with you guys. I tell you, like anything, any TV shows I watch, we, especially if it's streaming, I do take notes. Um, network TV, I don't take notes because like the, the seasons are way too long and it just is like ridiculous. It probably makes sense to take notes, but like it's just, and, and I already have my rant about network TV. If you want to know what that rant was, you can go and listen to um, my episode on All American this most recent season. But like anything streaming, I take notes. So um, going into this, I was like, oh, Miss Marvel, the actress looks pretty young. Seems like it's going to be like a younger demographic. So if we're comparing Miss Marvel to everything else that has come out just on Disney Plus, even if you think about um, Hawkeye, like even that, even though that to me was more like family, but like Miss Marvel was giving me the genre that if you've listened to anything else that I've spoken about, the genre that is dear to my heart, which is like teen drama, like I love me a good teen drama, angsty teen, like that is what I'm expecting going into this. So when I started watching it and I was like, okay, this makes sense. I'm following, got the super annoying, could be annoying um, teenager has some conflict with their parent. Like I'm following all of that makes sense to me. So then to see people complaining about it and I'm just like, read the room. (laughs) What were you expecting? I don't even understand. Even if you were like to talk about the comics, which again, not the comic book expert, but like, if I just look at the comic, like the illustrations and things like that, I'm just like, they look young and like, they are probably pretty annoying. Then the other thing, because you know, the world, but specifically America, sorry, we are, are so sensitized in, what's the word? Like anything race related or anything like that, everyone is just like, oh my gosh, you're so woke. Why is everything gotta be woke? I'm not watching this anymore because you're so woke. I'm like, you guys are not even using woke in the right way. Like everything, just because we are watching something where someone is living in their authentic experience or what they would experience on a day-to-day basis does not mean that we are watching, in quotes, woke content. Like does not make sense to me. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. It's getting a little exhausting. 
no, it's past getting a little. It is exhausting to constantly see in every single thing on TV that addresses race, religion, or any other um, community, like uh, LGBTQIA plus community, uh, women's rights, like anything like that, where it's like, I'm just going to say it, white men feel like they are minority or being called out for something, then we want to consider it being woke content when it is not. Miss Marvel in no way to me watching it was I like, oh my gosh, they're being so woke. Like, like I don't even use that in my everyday like vocabulary. Like it does not make sense to me. So we knew going into this that Miss Marvel is a is a um, Pakistani Muslim. We knew that the character was like, this was the first like Muslim character, at least like if we're talking about like the TV shows and movies and stuff like that in the MCU that we were going to see on screen. Like we knew that going into it. So why are we surprised that a lot of the content of the show was going to be based around Kamala's lived experience? Does not make sense to me. It is so frustrating. I don't understand. Like, I sometimes I just see things and I'm like, are we all living in some type of, like, jacked up, warped reality where literally everyone is crazy? Like, that's genuinely what it feels like. Everyone is freaking crazy. And I know it's the internet. Like, people tend to be a little bit more crazy on the internet. But it's just like... Is every single person a crazy person? Like, it does not make sense to me. It's very it's very frustrating because then it starts to, when you're looking at, like, even on IMDb and you read a lot of the reviews, um, and this is not the only show that this happens on, but, like, when people think that um, they are being threatened or they feel threatened in a way from watching a TV show that they feel like they cannot relate to, which actually the show was very relatable. Um, it's kind of reminds me of um, Turning Red, all that controversy over that, which to me did not make sense because, again, people feel threatened when they have to sit through and experience someone else's lived experience that is not similar to similar to theirs and makes them feel like they're in the minority um, when these people whose day-to-day lives we are viewing are literal minority people. So, all that to say... <laughs> When you go online, you read the comments, you look at the reviews, like all all you're seeing is all these people just literally like pulling down their views of the show because they're like, oh, this is so woke and all that. So it makes it hard to like, especially if you, if you, if you use the reviews or like comments to like help you determine what you want to watch or like get a good picture of what you want to watch. Although I always say IMDb, I, I take that rating with a grain of salt. <laughs> Just because, like, some of the people, the reviews literally that I see on multiple things do not make sense or are not relevant to the actual thing that they are watching. But um, it makes it hard for people to be like, oh, well, I want to watch it based on these reviews, even though the reviews, like, just literally are are not helpful at all. So I went into this like, okay going to be a teen show. Okay, we're going to get to see like how this um Pakistani American girl lives her life and we're going to get an origin story. Now, if we tie if we tie this back to what I was saying in the Thor episode when I was talking about MCU phase 4, 
don't really understand where we're going. I think of everything that we've gotten on Disney Plus, at least this year, or like this last, probably the last few months. I wouldn't say the whole year, because some of it, some of it maybe. I can't even remember when everything launched. Like Hawkeye, uh, uh, <laughs> freaking, um, what else came out this year? Oh, uh, Moon Knight, mm, still trying to understand where that fits in everywhere. But like, I feel like this show, even Loki, like how does that fall into things? Even I think Loki was last year, but I think this had, by the time we got to it, I was like, got to the end of it. I was like, okay, I see where we're going with this story. It makes sense. This was her origin story. Um, so that way, when we get to um, the Marvels, we don't have to be like, oh, who was Kamala? Like, who was this girl? Doesn't make sense. Now, this is, <laughs> and at this point, like, we're so deep in, like, we're literally, we're in phase four of the MCU. So, like, if you watch any of these things, then I think at this point, you're going, if you're not watching everything, as far as the movies are concerned and you're just watching like the movies or some of the movies but you're not watching the tv shows or you're not watching all the movies I think at this point if you're going in and watching anything and not watching everything then you're going in with the expectation that this could be there could be some show or some other movie that ties in to um the movie that you're going to see so I mean at this point it's like up to you to be like oh do I want to watch everything do I not want to watch everything am I going to be okay with not watching everything and knowing that they're going to be referencing something that I didn't watch so all that to say I think having the origin story take place as a show makes sense and then I was like sitting there after after like everything wrapped we're going to get into some like actual things that I do want to address from the actual show in a minute but as I was sitting there after the final episode and I was like does it like the way that this was set up to be like oh we're going to see her again in the Marvels it literally says that in, in, in the final um or the the final card of this show or whatever title card and then um it's like oh does it make sense then for some of these like because Miss Marvel like I don't I'm again not a comic book expert but like I know a good chunk of superheroes in the Marvel universe like when we start talking about like Miss Marvel Captain Marvel like all that I'm like okay all these people with similar or same names <laughs> I probably only know one of them so like Captain Marvel okay familiar Miss Marvel not so much so when we start talking about and again I kind of talked about this y'all just got to listen to the Thor episode to get like my face for all my face for thoughts because I'm going to keep referencing it but um when we talk about, and I know Marvel has like always introduced us to like a lesser known characters in this universe, but like when we're starting to talk about, especially when you're looking at something that is so big, there's so many, there's so much that they can pull from that we've seen, but also that we haven't even seen that is like, oh, does it then make sense to maybe launch some of these smaller characters who may not perform as well in like the theaters on TV and then pull them into a movie. Like to me, that makes sense. It sounds like, okay, then I'm okay with like a Miss Marvel being a TV show and then pulling her in to a movie and then being able to like follow her that way to kind of like build up that familiarity with the character. Um, so I sat there and I was like, hmm, hmm, hmm. But then it also goes back to the whole thing where I was talking about phase four and like everyone's complaining because they're like, well, I don't know what this, 
what what is going on in phase four? It just feels like there's no direction, all that. But I, like I said in Thor, when I discussed this, I am just going to trust <laughs> that Marvel <laughs> knows what they're doing and they have an end goal in mind. And while it feels bumpy in the moment, hopefully at the end of it, things are going to make sense. So like I'm still in that mindset and that's just where I am. Um, but also shout out to... Iman Vellani, who played Kamala, because this was like her first big acting thing. And I was like, ah, oh, okay, you were like pretty good in this. And like, you could kind of almost end up on like my, if you've listened for a long, long time, you know, I used to have like a list of like when young, um, new actors came out. <laughs> and I would be like, oh, I'm going to put you on my list to watch because I feel like we're going to see you everywhere. <laughs> I won't toot my heart. I'm pretty good at determining these things, if I must say so myself, like patting my own self on the back. But um, <laughs> I did have that list. I was like, oh, you could kind of almost potentially be on that list. Not going to lie, but I need to I need to see something else. But I think she did a great job. Actually, all the kids in this, I thought were um, like they looked they looked like they were young high schoolers, like. I think they were supposed to be I wrote it down because I was like, how old are these kids? Um, cause I think Bruno could drive. At least he ended up with the car. I think they were sophomores. So like 16, 17. And Kamala was learning how to drive or like trying to get her license or something like that. Although I say this every time I talk about driving because I am at this point, some people may consider me a dinosaur, but I'm not. But at least I feel like the driving, like the age limit or something changed. So I'm always like, I don't know what the actual age is you have to be to get your license or at least the rules changed or something like that. So every time I'm like, oh, they can drive, that still does not help me. I know at least they're over 16, at least based on like when I was younger. I feel like they made the rules around like the license, depending on how old you are, they made the rules more strict in that, I don't know, we're not going to get into it because I'm going to say something wrong. But anyway, so let's look at these notes and let's see what I want to hit on. So again, six episodes, we got to follow, um, pretty much learn about who Kamala is, her family. There's this whole thing between her and her mother because, you know, we will always love to explore the mother-daughter relationship. And this was based on her mother's experience um, with her own mother because her own mother like would say these things that seemed like it was crazy and she kind of like fell into, at least if you listen to Kamala's um, mother talk about it, like it seems like she like fell into or got lost in her thoughts and were spewing these things that didn't make sense and it wasn't until they went back to, did I write down where exactly they went? Was it India? No. Mm -mm. Actually, I don't. These clothes are horrible. What you see? See you. Okay, maybe I didn't. But they went back essentially where um, Kamala's mother's mother is living. Like essentially where she's been her entire life. And it wasn't until like she got to see like Kamala has these powers and like and hear Kamala one see her but then also like hear and understand like the history behind it then it was like okay like it kind of softened the relationships like 
between all three, which I'm like, oh, it's like a full circle moment. But let's talk about it. So there was like a, a little, a little, a little threesome-ish or, oh my gosh, it's a catch. I don't want to say threesome because that's not a good thing to say. There's like a, a, a throuple that was kind of trying to happen in here between Kamala and Bruno and Cameron. And I was like, hmm, honestly, by the end of it, I didn't have an opinion either way. I thought Bruno was super nice, super sweet, like he's been there the entire time. But also, like, by the time we leave him, he is going away to um, California for, like, the program. So, like, she's not going to see her. But then also, based on, like, the mid-credits thing that we got, um, when we see <sighs> Captain Marvel and, or Carol and Kamala switch places like my expectation is that from the show the only people who are probably going to see in the movie and this is just me like hypothesizing is Kamala maybe her parents because she is young potentially her friends but like I don't know I don't even know what the um like the synopsis is of the Marvels I just know like my understanding is there's another one more other characters three of them that are like, or I could be making that up, at least based on what I read. Don't see, don't hold me to this. <laughs> oh, 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 you know who it is? The one played by Tiana Paris. Oh my gosh, what is her name? Uh, Monica Rambo. Yeah, yeah, it's three. And the last time we saw Monica was in WandaVision. So, yeah. That would be interesting. But like, let's just jump to the mid-credits scene. So essentially, the whole time that I'm watching this, I'm like, this is called Miss Marvel. Um, Kamala's uh, favorite Avenger is Captain Marvel. I'm like, at some point, we're going to see Brie Larson on a, on the screen, right? I mean, we've kind of seen... Um, and I talked about this a little bit <laughs> in Thor. I talked about everything in Thor, my gosh. Um, where I was talking about like how it's kind of this um, passing the torch thing. Although this one, like hypothetically, you would think it would be like a passing the torch. But like we, it's just that Kamala's like, oh, Captain Marvel is my favorite Avenger. And a lot of what she does is, is or not a lot of what she does, but like a lot of the inspiration that she gets in her like, wanted to go to was it AvengerCon and all that stuff was driven by like her love for Captain Marvel even like her name in a way even though and I kind of figured this because I was like how do we get to Miss Marvel like we saw the um like the S when her necklace broke it was like okay that's the S in um or is there an S yes that's the S in this <laughs> so that makes sense but I was like but how do we get to like Miss Marvel because they were calling her like um lightning girl or something like that and then I was like it probably has something to do with her name and then lo and behold in the final episode when she's talking to her father he's like well your name means um all these things and then he also said it means marvelous and I wrote it down because I was like ah, I knew that's what he was gonna say but where did I write it down? This is the other thing when I do um, notes. It's like trying to find where he said it at. Mm, but no, I can't find it. 
yeah, I can't find it. Or wait, or no, whatever. But the S's, I did, I did find this one. The S is from the Arabic spelling of Kamala's name on her, for her necklace, which broke. And then we know that her dad said that her name means, um, all these other things in addition to Marvel or Marvelous. And so she's like, oh, Miss Marvel. Um, but yeah, so that was her name. But like the, in the mid credit scene when she's in her room and then all of a sudden like she goes to open the closet or something like that. And then we see her disappear and Carol Danvers appear. And I was like seeing people saying that they thought that she changed into Carol Danvers does like no to me it looks like they switch places <laughs> sometimes I read things and I'm like I don't understand how people are getting like are seeing these things because we're not are we are we watching the same thing literally real question are we watching the same thing <laughs> but yeah so I was like clearly they switched places and then it was like oh, finally we see her on the screen but it's like literally the final countdown, the, the last inning, the bases are full, got two strikes already, one more strike and you're out, and it's like finally we see her on the screen. And then it's like the next screen is uh, Miss Marvel will return in the Marvels. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a good, like, that was probably the most exciting thing I saw in the entire show. Because <laughs> it was like, there's that tie-in that I feel like a lot of people have been looking for. And all the all the content that we have been getting in phase four in phase four. And so to see like, oh, there's a tie-in. This is where we can like we know where is the next time we will see this character. Like that's exciting. But yeah, so <laughs> um I I'm like, how do we even get here? I think I was talking about the throuple. But um yeah, I didn't have anything or like who we could potentially see in the Marvels. So for sure Kamala, I'm not sure who else. Um, we will see what else did I want to talk about? Oh, I was talking about how Cameron, when he first showed up, if you listen to anything that I talk about, then you know, I never trust people when we first see them on screen. Like they're not the main, main people and they just show up out of nowhere. Like I never trust them. And lo and behold, it was like, oh, FYI, my mom is crazy and wants to use you to open up the door back to our world, but potentially cause the destruction of, like, literally human race. <laughs> like, what? And then I was like, also, as we were, like, getting towards the end, and then we had, like, that little mini showdown between him and Kamala, where it was, like, literally a struggle between good and evil, because it's, like, all these bad things, like, back to back that kind of happened to him. And then he was just at the point where he's just like, I'm literally going to take out all of Jersey City because <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're going to keep coming after us. And then she like literally continued to help him and then like help him escape. And then she ended up going back and meeting her friend from the, um, was it the red flag? The red flag group? Why well, don't want to say red bandana? Maybe because they tie it around their, um, like tie around their face. So it looks like a a bandana or a scarf <clears throat> but yeah I thought that was interesting um and also it's like I feel like that was a setup for some so I feel like we could potentially see those two in the Marvels but then I'm also like I don't know especially because old dude which I didn't write his name down so it was, it was gonna take me a minute to try to find his name 
but especially when he was like, oh, if you ever need anything, call me. Although she used that, I think it was Kareem. She used that um, kind of like lifeline to get Cameron back or like out of Jersey City and have somewhere for him to go because like his mom was gone. So I was like, would she potentially use that connect again and like in the future? I mean, at this point, as with all Disney Plus series, I go into them being like, oh, this is a limited series that we're only probably getting one season. But there are like nuances, like Loki, where it's like, oh, you're going to get another season. Um, Moon Knight, I didn't hear anything. Also, Moon Knight, I still don't even know where we're going to see him again. Like, also, I was, we're not even going to talk about Moon Knight. Like, just, just, just shelf it because I still have a lot of questions about that show <laughs> in general. Um, and I mean, I guess you could say it's okay for everything, for like things to just have this like one little thing and not connect to anything. But in a world like this, it's like everything ties together. Like you need to have it make sense. But um, yeah, so what else do we want to talk about? I thought her powers were cool. I know there's been articles going around about um, the BF BFX... Uh, what are, what would they be called? Artists? How there's been like a lot of um, backlash coming out towards Marvel. How they've been um, essentially been like pressured or being, um, I feel like pressured not, is not the right word, but we're going to use it for now because I can't think of another word um, to literally like pump these things out back to back to back. And there's been like people talking about how they can notice like, the differences specifically for the TV shows. I know there was something that went on with She-Hulk. Y'all know I'm not watching trailers and I'm trying not to read articles. So I completely, I saw when the hoopla happened, but I did not see like the initial look of She-Hulk. I did see the most recent trailer. I still think she looks super weird. Um, I did see an article where they were talking about it could be because like, literally be alluding to the fact that she has like perfect <laughs> line free wrinkle free um skin which is probably why it doesn't look as realistic compared to like a Mark Ruffalo who like has like some lines in his face maybe even some wrinkling and so the um like the visual effects on his face like it looks a little more realistic of how it sits on his face or something like that I literally saw an article that was talking about it and I was like oh my gosh this is this is funny. Um, but I did think like some of it, some of the actual visual effects of it all in the show was like weird looking. And I, and I was just attributed to like her power being like a weird type of, not a weird power, but like it's a, it looks very, what's the word? Like it kind of reminds me of, um, you know, when you play those, I feel like I always have weird comparisons. You know, when you play those games where it's like the little gems and then you have to, in order to like clear the board, you have to like switch places so that the same shape and color gems are lined either horizontally or vertically in order for it to clear and then like it'll drop down and more gems will fall in place. Like that's kind of like what was I was getting when I was watching like when she would use her powers and like the whole like... So I'm expecting the movie, and this is just me being like wishful. <laughs> I'm expecting like 
how Kamala's powers look in the movie to look way better than what it looked like on the TV show. <laughs> Not going to knock what it looked like on the TV show. I don't think it looked bad, but I'm just like, we're talking about a movie versus a TV show. I'm just expecting it to look a little cleaner. And not, I don't know, it was, I can't explain what it was, but it looked a little like, uh, it didn't make me like her powers. If I had to line up all of the heroes we've seen in MCU so far, and I'm like, whose powers do I want? She's all the way at the bottom. Cause I'm just like, her powers don't look cool to me. That's just me personally, <laughs> but I do like her as a character. Um, and like her spirit in her heart and her like, especially in the, I think that's the one thing that I love about like, the teen dramas and stuff like that is that because they're so young you get to see them like grow in a way that you don't really get to see adult characters grow because they are they're not as respected or taken as seriously like their opinions or thoughts and it's pretty much like you need to do whatever I tell you to do or your opinion doesn't matter and you kind of get to see them like go from being kind of like trepid and like uh I don't know like unsure of like the decisions that they're making then by the end of it being like no this is me this is who I am kind of like in a more respectful way standing up for themselves versus in the beginning where it's like I'm just a a teenager with hormones and I'm just screaming at everyone kind of a thing if that makes sense um but yeah what else was in my notes I feel like we keep veering off um I did like the episode where we got to get, see and I think it was episode three, Destined, where we got to see like what happened with Kamala's great, great, or no, with her great grandmother. And, um, and essentially like how their powers came to be and that whole story, you know, I love me a good, like background story. Like I'm always going to love those episodes where we just go back and kind of like pull away and we're like, okay, this is what happened in the very beginning this is how how it impacts where we are in the present. So I really enjoyed that um, that episode. The Department of Damage Control. <laughs> if you listen to quite a few of my episodes that involve like kids then you know I have very, very strong feelings when it comes to kids being taken away from their parents. Um, and like their and their parents are not harming them or anything like that. So kids being taken away from their, their parents or kids being har put in harm's way unnecessarily. It's like violence towards kids. I feel like I've been talking about this a lot or like complaining about this more a lot more recently. Whereas I don't understand why these people or entities are using force to go after kids so like the whole damage control thing especially towards the end where literally oh guy um the agent who's clearly in charge um was like oh you need to leave because like this is this is on the news this is bad publicity like this is not what you're saying for and she still was like oh no we 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 moving forward <laughs> like we, we're get we're capturing these kids if it's the last thing that i do which essentially was the last thing that she she tried attempted to do but i was just like oh my gosh and then like the the um the droids oh my gosh what are they called 
what are things called that fly in the air? Why do I want to say androids? That's not what they're called. But you guys know what I'm talking about. Where um, those would show up and literally fire from the sky. Like, not to be like, oh, damper your powers or like stop you in your tracks. But literally like take you out, kill you. And then like those big um, guns that literally if you get hit with it, like you're getting thrown across the room. I was just like, this is so much force. And they know that they're looking for kids. Like we know this entire time that they know that they are looking for teenagers and they're just using so much force. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Also, why is it damage control? Like I don't, I know we've seen the damage control in the MCU before, but it's more so been them cleaning up after the heroes. Um, like when they blew up <laughs> freaking or not blew up but like destroyed New York or like anywhere that they destroy we know like they come behind them and like try to help clean and like get restore things back to the way that it should be so I was kind of confused also it's like where I'm like where is S.H.I.E.L.D. did something happen to this is also a thing that I typed on Thor. I'm like, I can't even remember every, like where we left off on things. Like the shield not exist. I'm so used to like Samuel Jackson being the connecting shield person and all the things that we literally have not seen him. Don't quote me. That I can remember in phase four. And so it's like, also like the shield not, the shield dissolve. Someone remind me what happened with shield. But either way, I'm like, why is it damage control, like, trying to capture people? Shouldn't it be someone else or some other entity that should be, like, the people who are capturing or holding? Um, I would think it would be the bad people and not necessarily, like, oh, this young person just got their powers and don't know what to do with them. Like, there needs to be someone around to, like, help guide them, which I kind of feel like was kind of what was happening in some of the other shows. But, like, this one specifically, there was no one there to help guide Kamala she was kind of on her own for majority of it but also I'm just like damage control like I feel like that they should not be the ones who are doing that they should be focused on the damage that is happening <laughs> I don't know that's how I was interpreting it but you you all let me know also is drones that was a little, what I was thinking of I don't know why I was thinking of droids or androids but <sighs> whatever also her cousins horrible I was just like Literally, no care in the world about where she was, her, her safety or anything. Just like, oh, you want to leave? And the one, the male cousin, was just like all the snarky remarks. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, when was the last time you saw her? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, what else? Oh, I thought it was super cute that her mom gifted her her um, official, like, a superhero costume. And it was, and she bought it back from India and was like, this is what, this is my gift to you. I accept you. Be you. <laughs> I thought that was cute. Especially like considering where they started and then also like where they ended. But her whole family was like super cute and her brother like getting involved apparently in the comics. Um, oh, I guess this goes into what we're going to talk about. So we get a week later, Bruno's been out here still running tests and he's like, oh, FYI. And this was such a big thing. I was like, when we did the one week later, I was like, what's the point of this thing? It doesn't make sense. It looks like it was like a, a 
throwaway or a last minute thing or something like that. Come to find out, I'm pretty sure that's kind of what it was, was like a last minute addition. And they didn't know until like they were going through it or something like that. But anyway, and he's like, oh, um, there used to be some mutation in your genes. And then there's like a musical cue, <laughs> which is apparently from the 90s animated X-Men show. And I was like, wait a minute. Is this the first like mention of like mutants in like our MCU universe? Like literal like. Outside of not even taking into account everything that happened in the multiverse, because like I don't feel like we've actually heard anyone's reference mutants or mutations. Like, is this the first hero that we've had that they're like, oh, you are a mutant? And lo and behold, it is. She is the first one. Um, what does that mean? There are so many possibilities. This opens up so many, so many um, characters <laughs> that we literally have not seen in this world. Who knows what we're gonna get? But um, what it does mean, so apparently in the comics, and I wrote this down, Kamala was originally inhuman in the comics. And this kind of ties into what I was saying to her brother because she was like, uh, why do I have, or he was like, I don't have powers, why don't I have powers or something like that. And then he ended up wearing a bracelet for like a day and then ended up giving it back to her or something like that. Whereas in the show, he doesn't have powers at all. And Bruno explains it because he's like, oh, when I looked at everyone in your family, like you're the only one who has this mutation. Um, but yeah, because like in humans, we know the Terrigan mist is what awakens their inhuman powers. But also, and I kind of talked about this. I can't remember what, it was some Marvel something. Um, cause I was like, I need to Google these things, but I'm, this is me just trying to remember cause I didn't have not Googled this recently, but if my memory is correct, there were the mutants and then something happened where Marvel, I think it had to do with the movies or tied into the movies in some way where like they box had the rights, they wouldn't sell it back. So then Marvel was like, oh, we're going to do Inhumans or something like that. And then, um, they killed off like Fantastic Four. Like that was around the time when the most recent Fantastic Four came out, like however many years ago with Miles Teller in it, which was in Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> like that was, oh my gosh, I could have, oh my gosh. We won't even talk about that. But, um, it's so, like Inhumans was kind of like their answer for mutants. And they kind of try to introduce it into the MCU. We know they had the Inhumans TV show on ABC that only lasted one season, did not do well. I think it's just like Inhumans, even again, I'm not someone who's in the comics. I don't read them. So me as a viewer, like watching these things, like for the most part, I track, I follow. Um, but I think like for like the casual viewer is just like, what Inhumans, what do they do? What, how do they get the power? Like, it's like very much out there, which is also kind of um, reminds me of, um, Oh my gosh, what is it? It's gonna to come to me, but the one with Angelina Jolie, uh, it kind of reminds me of that because I feel like that too had weird, uh, not weird reception, but like, it's kind of like, okay, what is this world again? What does this mean? I'm not really tracking or following, um, but then it was like, oh, they did a TV show. It didn't work, so then therefore we kind of haven't really heard a reference 
two mutants at all and Eternals is the movie that I can't seem to remember <laughs> just like what is even going on with that as well which I kind of talked about that in third but whatever that it is what it is but um where it's like these really mystical out there things which is kind of funny to me because like when we watch like Guardians or anything like that Captain Marvel like all that takes place in space but I feel like space seems a little more realistic to people just because like Space is a thing, like, we get space stories all the time, but, like, in humans, like, how do they get their powers? What is it? What? Huh? Aren't they just, like, why can't you say mutants? <laughs> That's what it kind of felt like um, when we talk about those things. But, yeah, so we get the mutant, the mutation, mutants reference, and the dun dun dun, dun the, like, uh, uh, like, the cheeky music <laughs> cue. <laughs> And I was like, this is literally, that was the only reason this scene is here, just for that. Because I was like, other than that, like, why? We did not need to go a week later. Literally nothing happened. It was just, oh, there's a mutation in your gene. In scene, like, literally. So, that was fun to watch. Um, yeah, I'm going through my takeaways. Talk about how this is the first Muslim to play a titular superhero in a live-action Marvel adaptation. Talked about that. Um, she comes from a first generation immigrant family, so we got to see some of that, and and a lot of her story like alluded to, like a lot of stories that we see in like TV or even in movies around like first generation immigrant families, and even like here in real life and hear real life stories about some of the things that um first immigrant um children go through, and how they like adapt in their family and things like that. Um, the Marvels, we know we're going to see Kamala and the Marvels. And as of today, it is slated to come out next year, July 28th, like literally exactly a year away, July 28th, 2023. So we shall see, um, what happened or like if that changes or anything like that. Cause we know the pandemic has shifted a lot of things for a lot of these release dates, even like. The release of some of the Marvel con content that we've gotten has been out of order, which is why I also think there's been a lot of questions around, like, what is the end goal? What are we heading to? And a little confusion around the storytelling in general. Um, I talked about her mutation and originally being a human. I talked about how this is a kid's show. It falls in line with a teen drama comedy. I talked about that at the beginning of the episode. I also talked about how breaking out Miss Marvel's origin story into this contained series. Well, I didn't, I kind of alluded to it, but I, I, essentially it will aid in hopefully the storytelling of the Marvels because now we don't need to be introduced to Kamala. Like we know Monica, we know Carol, and now we have this new person and having her story in that contained series helps like give at least to me, I'm assuming, give uh, the Marvels breathing room to, like, tell the story that they want to tell for the Marvels and not necessarily need to, like, divert attention to, like, introduce us to a new character who we may not be familiar with. I also talked about how this got us back on track to being like, oh, this is how this connects. And I talked about Woke <laughs> and how a lot of people are not using it correctly. So like let's let's take woke out of our vocabulary, please. Please, 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 please. Stop using it. 
so yes um that's all that i have for miss marvel again i overall enjoy the show coming in based on what i expected to get from the show i think it met my expectations and yeah i'm excited to see uh where we see kamala next in miss in the marvels uh and yeah i don't know what you guys thought about miss marvel are you excited about where we're going to see her next the future of miss marvel kamala or like also like the future of mcu like let me know all the things and i will talk to you all in the next episode that's the end of the episode thanks for sticking through it to the end be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently Benjamin on instagram and at current on twitter also hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcast on and i'll talk to you in the next one